You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. How would you like to fly a companion free on every flight for almost two full years? If that sounds good, then you're definitely going to want to listen to today's episode where we discuss our favorite things about Southwest Airlines, including the companion pass. Welcome to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Jess, and we are two-thirds of Travel Hacking Moms. Pam is not really a Southwest Airlines flyer, so we decided to give her the week off. In today's episode, we are going to take a deep dive into Southwest Airlines and share five things that we love about this airline and why it is our go-to choice for family travel. Of course, our number one reason why we love Southwest is because of the Southwest Companion Pass. So let's start there. Alex, tell us all we need to know about the companion path. Okay, so this right here is why I am so obsessed with Southwest and why pretty much as a family, we fly Southwest exclusively. And that is because of the Southwest companion pass. So once you earn the Southwest companion pass, and I'm gonna gonna tell you how you can earn it, but first of all, what it is, is it's a pass that lets you fly somebody free with you every single time that you fly. So if you have a family, that really helps you stretch your points further when you can get a free flight every single, every single time that you fly. So let's go over how you earn it. So to get it, you need to earn 135,000 points in one calendar year. Once you get those 135,000 points, you'll have the companion pass for the rest of the year that you earned it and all of the following years. So if you time it up right, you can get the Southwest companion pass for close to two years. And like the best deal in travel if you fly Southwest. Oh, for sure. I, yeah, for me, it's like one of the very best deals in travel hacking that there is. Yeah. And one of the things that's so cool about it is when you get your points, you're, some people think you have to like trade in your points for the pass. You don't. You can book your flights with your points and you'll have a lot of points because you had to earn 135. You use your points to book your flight and add your companion for free. And you can fly your companion if you wanted. You could fly them every single day for free while you had the pass. Like there's no limit. So that's what's really, really awesome about it. And 135,000 Southwest points will get you a lot of flights on Southwest. Yeah, they'll go really far. The thing, so here's how you get it though. Like you hear 135,000 points, you're thinking that's so many points. Like how am I ever going to get that many? It's actually really easy because you can get those through credit card signup bonuses. So what I usually do is I will sign up for a Southwest business card. Like the performance business is my go-to choice. And then I will also get a Southwest personal card. Typically I'll get the Southwest plus between those two cards especially if there's a limited time offer, a higher bonus at the time, you will get to 135,000 points. And then just with being a credit card holder, a Southwest card holder, you get 10,000 points towards your companion pass. So you get like a little bit of a head start for being a card holder. So it's not as difficult to earn as one might think. Yeah, I have found that it is 
way easier than I expected. I remember the first time I heard about the companion fast and I was like, oh, that seems really complicated and daunting. But then I did it and I was like, okay, that was super easy. Like, why didn't I do that years ago? So I had the exact same thoughts. Like I had a friend telling me that like she wasn't even a travel hacker, but she had gotten it. It was just like this one little thing that they just figured out and did. It was the only travel hacking they did. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my goodness, you should do this. I was like, ooh, that sounds complicated. And now I'm like, what was I thinking? It's so easy. Like, you open two credit cards. You got it. Yeah, it's super easy. And then I'll just share what I'm doing. So I am personally going for the companion pass right now. And the timing is also tricky depending on your 524 status, which we have discussed in previous episodes. But just as a refresher, the 524 rule is that Chase will automatically deny you if you have opened five or more personal cards from any bank in the last 24 months. And so you have to be under 524 to be approved for either the personal or the business Southwest cards. But if you are approved for the business cards, they will not count towards your 524 status. So for example, for me, I am currently 424. And so I definitely want to open the business card. If I were going to open a business card and a personal card, I definitely want to open the business card first because I could open the business card and it would still be 424. And then I could either open a personal card, which would take me to 524. Or what I'm choosing to do is I'm going to attempt to open the second Southwest business card so that I can still get the companion pass, but also still be 424 to keep, you know, have a little bit more flexibility with the cards that I'm able to open in the future. So that is another important point that with Southwest, you can only have one personal credit card at a time, but you can have two business cards. So it's a little bit tricky, but those are the rules that Chase has set out for the Southwest cards. So most people either, most people I feel like do one personal and one business. If you're 424 like me, you may want to like be a little bit more strategic depending on you know, how soon you're going to drop under under 424 and everything like that. But I'm personally going to try and go for the two business cards and see how that goes. So tell us really quick, like, do you have plans yet already for where you plan to use your companion pass for next year? Yeah. So we've already gotten, we already have a couple of trips booked. We are going on a Disney cruise. And so we obviously are not using the pass on the cruise but we <laughs> are using cool. <laughs> yeah, I know but we are using the pass to get to Florida so we're flying from Houston to Orlando on Southwest so I am going to name my daughter as the companion so you know she will fly free to get us to Orlando to go on the Disney cruise and then we're also we have a trip planned to California in the spring and so We're going to fly into Long Beach from Houston, and my daughter, again, will fly as my companion on that trip. So it's really saving us a ton, though, for the cruise because we're going over spring break, which, as you can imagine, is a very pricey time to fly to Orlando. It is saving us a ton of money and points just being able to add a companion to that one ticket. Yeah, that's so nice. We use ours all the time when we go to Hawaii that's like we've probably used it for Hawaii probably four times or so because I will switch the other thing that's cool about the companion pass is you have to name your companion 
when you get the pass, but then you can switch that companion up to three times a year. And so what I will do is if we're traveling with the kids, I will name one of my kids as my companion. And then later on, I will move my husband to my companion. So that way I can use it when him and I are traveling together. And then we can use it when we're traveling as a family as well. And then he actually has the pass as well right now. So we get to bring two kids for free every time we fly. So it works out really nice. Yes. When you have a lot of kids like Alex, sometimes it makes sense for both parents to have a companion pass. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Southwest seating policy, which I feel like is controversial. And you can go ahead and give us your thoughts first, and then I will chime in with my thoughts and my husband's very opinionated thoughts. I definitely feel like their seating policy, their boarding procedure is going to make a lot of people like refuse to fly this airline. Whenever I posted a reel about Southwest, they do pretty good because they're controversial. Like people either love them or they hate them. And I think a lot of people, what they don't like is their boarding procedure. I am going to be the odd one. I actually really like it. And part of the reason being is I really dislike when I go on other airlines' websites and I go to choose my seats. And when I'm using my points, like, yeah, I get to choose my seat for free, but the amount of seats they let you select is really, really slim. Like, I was booking a flight on United recently, and like this, even like a normal seat, like not even Economy Plus, but it's maybe in row like 25 instead of. 35 you have to pay extra I know it's like preferred seating and there's nothing special about it it's just closer in the plane and so I just find that really annoying that I have to pay more especially like when I have so I have four kids and my youngest is over he's he's two now so we have to pay for him so to get six flights like you book them but then you have to pay more for the seat like that adds up or like for with Delta like you can pay to get like basic or main cabin, but it's more points or more cash to book those. And it just bugs me because I'm like, that is just, it just adds up. You need to be able to sit by your kids. Yeah. So that's why I love Southwest because I do not have to do that. Like I book my ticket and then we all get to sit together. So the nice thing is if you have a child with you, well, first of all, I should probably explain how they're boarding process works for people that don't know. So how it works is when you book your Southwest flight, you don't get to choose your seat. What And you don't even know when you're getting on the plane. You just have a seat, but that's all that you know. Then 24 hours before your flight leaves, you can check in. And based on how soon you check in, how early you are to be one of the first to check in, will determine how soon you get aboard the plane. So they have an A group, a B group, and a C group. And ideally, you want to be in the A group and towards the front of the A group. You can pay to get to the front of the A group, which I highly recommend doing if you're somebody that hates the idea of this boarding procedure. But for me, I always have been just fine if I set an alarm in my phone. It goes off like just before the 24-hour mark. I open my app. I'm sitting there, and I'm just refreshing, and then I press check-in, and we usually get in the, towards the end of the A group. And then if we don't get in the A group, If you're traveling as a family and you have any children six or under, then you get to board in the B group or you get to board between the A group and the B group. 
And we always get seats together when we do that family boarding. And so that just makes it really simple for us to fly together and get good seats. Yeah. Yeah. So what are are your and Ted's thoughts about it? He hates it, but he's willing to fly Southwest because it's a good deal. And we have the companion, you know, once we have the companion pass again, he will be all for it. And I'm the one who plans the trips. And so, yeah. It's either like fly Southwest and suck it up or don't go on trips because you do not plan them. But I am not a huge fan of it. The thing that annoys me the most is the 24-hour check-in. And it's mostly like for the flight coming home because because yeah, you're busy. It's so your annoying to be like yeah. on vacation and having to like stop what I'm doing to get on my phone 24 hours before and check in so that part is the part that I hate the most he just doesn't like their boarding process because he has anxiety and is like wants to know where he's sitting and yeah you know so it's just like not knowing where we're sitting not knowing what our position is going to be our daughter is nine and so we don't do we can't do the family boarding like yeah it does get tricky boarding. when you when you get past the family boarding stage it does get tricky and it, I can totally see why people don't like it and why it would be stressful yeah and I, but, I feel like I fly southwest so much that I like have it down and it's very yeah. easy and comfortable but I, I literally every time I fly I see people that are like the last people to get on the plane and I think they're all like confused sometimes they're like why why is there no things left? Like where am I supposed to go? I know. And I always I know. Laugh for them because it is can be confusing. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I think even with all those things I don't like about it, it's worth it for us, you know, because I think it's such find a good deal. Like you such can't, a good deal. and such a good deal. with the companion pass, it's like a no-brainer to fly mm-hmm. them. And especially now, like they have we flew them to Costa Rica. Like they they're starting to have more international destinations. And so it makes a lot of sense and I am willing to accept that yeah. in order to be able to fly them. And the nice thing about a couple of their credit cards is you can pay, you know, you'll get credits for the upgraded boarding positions. If you want to do like the A1 to A15, if you want to try and get the very, very front of the line, I think it's with the Southwest Performance Business and the Personal Priority yeah, the, two, the one the that two had, with like the higher annual yeah, fees. Yeah, the two higher annual fee cards. And then the other cards now come with the early bird check-in, which is basically where you can pay for Southwest to automatically check you in for your flight. And you normally get a pretty good boarding position with those. And that way you can avoid having to be on your phone while on vacation 24 hours before your return flight. So we usually like we usually purchase those anyways. Um, And so the fact that the credit cards now will give you credits for those is totally worth it for us. Like it basically brings down the total cost of the annual fee because that is something that we would probably pay for anyways. We did the upgraded boarding when we went to Hawaii um, last year, my husband and I, and we, it was awesome. Like we didn't. So we, when we go to Hawaii, we have to first fly to Oakland and then from Oakland to whatever island we're going to typically is mm-hmm. the route we take. So we didn't worry about doing it on the to Oakland flight because it's only like an hour and a half. But for the long flight, we did the upgraded boarding. And like on Southwest, their flights, one of their on each side of the plane, there's one row with three seats and there's not a seat in front of you. 
And so that person has tons of leg room. And so we got that seat on the way home. And on the way there, we got this seat with just like two people instead of three people, which was really nice. So that benefit is really nice. And it's really easy to use. All you have to do is pay for your upgraded boarding or your early bird check-in with your Southwest card that has the benefit. And then they'll just give you a statement credit for it. Yeah. So I am really looking forward. I have the I have the performance business card now. So I am really looking forward to using that upgraded boarding. I'm probably going to use at least one of them when we go to Orlando because I feel like that oh, flight for is sure. going to be That'll be a busy flight. Out. And yeah. so it'll come in handy. Yeah. Good call. All right. So the third thing that we are going to talk about that we love about Southwest is their flight change and cancellation policy. It is amazing. Probably the best change and cancellation policy of any of the airlines. And it's always been this way. Like a lot of airlines have recently, due to the pandemic, started loosening up a little bit about their change and cancellation policy. But Southwest has always been great. So the thing that I love about it is I typically will book, if I know I have Southwest flights that I want to book coming up, I will book them as soon as Southwest releases the schedule for those dates. Because typically, prices for both points and cash are the cheapest on the day that Southwest releases their calendar. The nice thing is you can go ahead and book it. And then if the price goes down, you can easily just change it and get, if you booked on points, you will get the points just redeposited into your account. Super easy. If you do it with cash, it's not, you don't get a refund, you get a flight credit. So, I mean, it's still great. You still get the money back, but you just don't get it back to your credit card. You have to use it on a future Southwest flight. So not as flexible as the points, but I know for both of us, we typically are booking flights with points. And so just being able to get those redeposited back into our account is huge. Also, their cancellation policy I think that you can cancel up until 10 minutes before the flight takes off. Yeah, and it's kind of unbelievable. Get, yeah, and get a full refund refunded or get the flight credit. So that's crazy. Like, I don't know any other airline that lets you cancel up until 10 minutes before. And I have done this in the past where I was flying somewhere on Southwest. The weather was questionable as to whether you know it was like i was supposed to fly out in the morning and there were like thunderstorms coming but it was supposed to clear up by the afternoon so i like speculatively booked two flights like i had one in the morning and then i was like if that one gets canceled or severely delayed because of weather i have this backup one the one in the morning ended up going out on time so i just canceled the other one at the airport and got the points redeposited into my account i've done that before too i was coming home from I believe it was when I was coming home from Greece and I had a a connecting flight in Denver and then from Denver to Salt Lake and it was a positioning flight. So like my flight coming home from Greece ended in Denver and then I had to find my way back to Salt Lake. And mm-hmm. so there was a flight on Frontier, which I don't usually ever fly Frontier just because it's not my favorite and there's not a lot of options out of Salt Lake. But there was a flight going on Frontier that left like pretty soon after I landed but I was like I don't know how busy customs will be like if I'll be able to make it it was really cheap it was like 70 bucks so I was like if I don't make that flight I'll be at the 70 bucks which stinks but whatever like I'll take the risk and then I booked a flight on southwest that left like 
three hours later, but I did not want to have to sit in Denver for three hours after flying home. Right. So I, yeah, I had them both. The Frontier flight worked out. I'm sitting on my Frontier flight and I go on to Southwest and I canceled it, got my points back. And yeah, so it's really nice. And like, there's been times where I've thought like, oh, we might go on a trip here. I'm just going to book some flights just in case. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it because I feel like in the past, it's like I'm looking at the details of the flight that I'm booking and be like, okay, do I have the dates right? Like, is everything right? Like if I press submit, then I'm stuck. I mean, now it's not so bad since the pandemic. A lot of airlines are more forgiving, but it's just really nice to be able to speculatively book your flights and know that, okay, if I don't end up doing it, I can cancel get all my points back. Well, and how many times, you know, with kids, things come up, kids yes. get sick, they pass mm-hmm. their germs around to parents, parents get sick. Like, yeah, it's just nice to not have to worry about it and say like, it okay, is if something so comes nice. up, if we can't go on this trip for whatever reason, I can cancel it and get my points back. And I don't have to worry about fighting the airline for a refund, disputing it with my credit card. Like, it's so yeah. nice. And, and we the- have had that, like. Where I've been on, like, be, where someone's been sick a couple days before we're supposed to leave. And I'm like, okay, we'll see how they're doing the in the next couple of days. And I might have to cancel. Knock on wood, we've been lucky and everyone's been fine. Yeah. But it's I've had that thought, though. Like, okay, at least I can cancel my flights if we need to do that. And it'll be fine. And we'll just rebook it later. And, yeah, it takes some of that stress out for sure. The other thing that I really like about it is... If the price does drop on the flight that you booked, it is so easy to get the refund. You don't, like with some airlines, you have to cancel your flight and then rebook it. Right. Which sometimes you're like, oh, if this is a busy flight, like what if my flight's gone in that split second? But this is nice because you just go to change your flight. So you're not canceling it. You're just literally getting a, the difference refunded to you. So it's so yeah. simple. So it's like same confirmation number, same everything. Yeah. The yeah. only thing that I don't love about it is if you have a companion on your flight and you want to change it, you have to first cancel your companion's ticket and then you can change your flight. I really wish they would just like connect it so you can just change yeah. both. I keep hoping they'll like upgrade it so that we don't have to do this anymore. I know. I totally agree. All right. So tell us, Alex, about the next thing that you love about Southwest. Okay, so the fourth thing that I love about Southwest is that bags fly free. And I am a carry-on person. Like, if I'm just flying by myself, I always, always carry on because I've seen people lose their luggage. My mom lost her luggage in Greece one time. And I just like knowing I have my stuff with me and not having to worry about any of that kind of stuff. And I, I just... I'm not a huge packer. I even still am like, I will bring stuff in my carry-on and I'm like, why? I didn't even use all this stuff. I still bring too much. But uh, but when I'm traveling with my family, especially when you have a baby or a toddler, there's just things you need to bring, like diapers and I bring his sound machine or if we're going to a pool, I bring his life jacket or his floaty and just so much stuff. And I love that I don't have to worry about paying for that. I don't have to worry about, okay, well, I got to try to slam everything in this one suitcase because I don't want to pay. I don't even know how much they cost on airlines, like $45, between 40 and 50 bucks, I feel like, something like that. Yeah. So I'm like, I just love that I can just bring everything that I want. Like if every kid, we don't have every kid bring a suitcase, but if we wanted to, like we could bring six suitcases and they're not going to charge us for any of those. Exactly. So and I just love that. Yeah. And sometimes I'll even do something where like I'll carry it on on the way there. 
because I am concerned about, you know, not having my stuff when I arrive at my destination. But then coming home, I might decide to check it, you know, like get reviewed yeah. by a ton of souvenirs. And I don't and I want to just like shove them in the bag and not have to lug around a huge heavy suitcase in the airport. Yeah. Or you don't have you know. to worry about your liquids. You're like, OK, I can bring my full size face wash or whatever. Yeah. So then I'll check it on the return flight because I'm like, okay, if I get home and my bag is lost, I have things at home, like you know, yeah. that I can that I can use in the meantime until I get my bag back. And so we'll do that a lot too, where we carry it on on the way there and then we'll check it on the way home. And it is really nice to just not have to worry about that. Not have you don't have to worry about having status. You know, like everyone gets a free yeah. check bag. It's like Oprah, like you get a free check bag, you get a free check bag. Like yeah. It's so nice. And like we're there's been times where we go to Hawaii where like in the, one of the suitcases, I'll just throw in snacks like, you know, like the applesauce pouches or like yeah. some fruit snacks or some crackers or just different things that I know. Like for like when we went with our kids a couple of years ago, my baby was like eight months old or so and he needed baby food. So I was like, OK, I can bring I can check some extra baby food in my bag and bring it with us and we'll have room for all of that stuff, some snacks for the kids. So when we get to Hawaii, I don't have to spend as much money stocking our pantry there in our hotel room. Yeah. No, it just no. It's another way to like save some money to bring, pack some snacks with you on your trip and not worry about having too much stuff. Especially in Hawaii, because an yeah. applesauce pouch in Hawaii is probably like $10. Honestly, we did have to go buy him a couple more of like the little baby food pouches. And I'm like, oh, these are like $4 and at home they're $1. So sweet. So, yeah, we always bring a little bit of snacks when we go to Hawaii because the kids just want a snack throughout the day, too. And then it's like, OK, cool. We don't have to go down to find a restaurant or go to the grocery store and buy $5 like apples exactly yeah so the other thing we love so much about southwest is their cheap fares and not only just in cash but in points as well i yeah. have had times where i've flown my whole family to um california for like forty thousand points it's like you can just find some really insanely cheap prices with them which makes it like just doesn't make sense to book with anybody else. I remember a couple of years ago when we went to Hawaii, it was just myself and my husband. And I think the total for both of us, because we had the companion pass, was 20,000 points round trip. That is insane. You know, it's so crazy. And when you're earning 135,000 points to get the companion pass and you and your spouse can go to Hawaii for 20,000 points, like that's just unbelievable. They have really good deals too and like sales, like they frequently have sales and I got super lucky and got a really great deal going to Mexico a few months ago. We had actually initially booked our flights on United to Cabo. And then Southwest came out with this sale and it was like sales for flights to Hawaii and the Caribbean. And so I checked our dates on Southwest and it was 11,000 points round trip per person to Cabo from Houston to Cabo. So I canceled our, luckily United has gotten a little better about their cancellation policy, but I canceled United and got a refund and I immediately went and booked on Southwest. So for three of us, I did not unfortunately have the companion pass at the time, but still for three of us, round trip to Mexico was 33,000 Southwest points. 
That is so, so good. Yeah. So I, so that's the nice thing is like I just keep an eye. You know, I book my flights, like I said, when the schedule is released. And then I keep an eye out for these flash sales that they have. And if the price goes down during the sale, I'll either cancel, you know, with a different airline and book Southwest. Or if I already have a flight booked on Southwest, I will change it and get those points redeposited into my account. Yeah, it's so awesome. I love it. So really, when it comes to family travel, you just can't beat Southwest, especially when you factor in the Southwest Companion Pass. That alone just sells me every time. Yeah. And another thing is we didn't even touch on their customer service, which I have found in my experience to be really, really great. Exactly. So if you want to learn more about Southwest Airlines, their credit cards, the companion pass, definitely make sure you check out the link in the show notes for everything you need to know. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you.